The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. student hour the tired college student hour we're we're worn out guys we're worn out it's been a long week of recording and preparing material for you guys okay for the next two weeks while i'm off being an island boy girl but you know what i mean i'm an island girl you're gonna be off in florida and then you're gonna see the artemis one rocket yes dude like i Every single hotel in the area is fucking booked because of the rocket. So, like, but everybody had bought for the weekend before, you know what I mean? Expecting Mm -hmm. that it was going to be for that. But instead, like, everybody who's leaving port is, like, fucked, you know what I mean? Uh, Oh. Like, they they have to go outside of town. Yeah. By the way, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Welcome to... I am Jasmine. I'm Zach. Welcome to Spitting Nonsense Podcast Late Night Edition. As this is, well, not even that late, but like no. we've done late, we've done later ones. We've but this definitely one, done later ones, but this one is, uh, oh, it's making no, a severe a impact way. on my I life. I got a better one of this. It's it's spitting nonsense. It's spitting. Snooze Fest podcast. Spitting Snooze go. Fest. That doesn't sound very fun, though. Like, I don't feel like anybody okay. would want to hear somebody talk Spitting about nonsense podcast. Uh, 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 slumber edition. After dark. Okay. We'll just do after dark. I like All that right. one. I always like that. Because uh, it's a running joke with my friends that I used to work at Qdoba with that we would work at Qdoba after dark and uh, it, everything would turn into uh, stripper poles and they'd, they'd be doing like uh, like a surprised. like a sexy like a sexy like water pour thing except it's all queso and it's, no, hot, and it's hot as fuck and their skin comes off. There's probably a restaurant out there that actually doubles as a not like not like an actual. I don't feel like that's sanitary club. though. Not like a strip club, but one that like shifts so that it has. I like, literally thought clubs. you were gonna say shits, and I was no, just no, like no. people who shit on stage, Zach. Whoa. I mean, there's probably something like that in the modern age now. Oh no, I guarantee you that exists. Like somebody, like, somebody. I mean, like money. a restaurant that has the ability to have a. A stripper pole come out of like the the wall. Or, hey like, the baby, you've been eating beans. Can you shit on this stage, baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, scat and stuff. <laughs> scat and stuff. God. Uh, oh no. 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 Oh, no, no. That's burst into being, Christ. and now we can't get rid of it. All right. It burst into um, being, and it's in my brain forever carved. This deep. is not how I wanted to start this this well, episode because I wanted to, to be a little podcast. I wanted well. to be a little serious <laughs> for this one, but that's fine. It's already well, ruined. Well, we can, yeah, we what do you going. mean? Well, what do you mean ruined? 
like it, it, we can have a serious conversation after we get our normal goofs and gags out because you know you you can't you can't just lay it on too heavy because everybody will get bored it'll sound like talk radio you know yeah. I have a way of keeping it entertaining uh let's see uh yeah you're gonna go see the Earth's one rocket and see it blow up in the space no that's not what's gonna happen you know what it's, it's an unmanned rocket so as long as nobody got hurt you know like i yeah. hope it blows up well no 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 <laughs> as long as it's as long <laughs> like, as it does whenever it's above the atmosphere and away from any like wreckage falling on anything important I know, I know. Like, but our boat, our our, our boat is close enough to the uh, the rocket that if the rocket exploded, we would get shrapnel. Uh, we would. Well, then, I know. And then I was like, I was talking, I was talking to my friend Joe, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna go hop on the deck, you know what I mean, and just like accidentally cut my finger on on a piece of the wreckage, and then I'd be like, give me a million dollars. It cut me. I it ruined my trip. I got a bait for cut. <laughs> <laughs> shit but uh yeah the person next to you just has a whole last piece cut it's stuck in their like gut right and they're like spitting up blood i'm like throw some on me real quick like... <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, horrible horrible thoughts horrible intrusive thoughts yes horrible so intrusive you know thoughts i've never you know i have a fear of the ocean you know you have a fear of the ocean i don't like being in the deep blue sea i can't swim bro i can't swim bro I'm fascinated by the ocean. I can swim, but I do not like it because it you can is you big can tread you can tread water, but you can't swim like a fucking Olympic swimmer through the fucking ocean. Okay, like that's oh, completely no, no, I different. Can, I can I can get through the ocean probably fine by swimming. But yeah, like, for how long? Not like I not for not for long. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's like, what I'm saying. But when you're strapped in the middle of the fucking ocean, bro. In the middle of the ocean, no island, no island boys. You know what I mean? Like just in the ocean. Well, not only that, I just don't like. I don't like the the deep dark and all the stuff that's. Yeah, something's gonna grab your ankle there. and pull you down I, to the bottom. Well, like if you're down there and you and and you're, you're not. This one's highly unlikely, but you come across like a giant squid. That's gonna scare the shit out of you. Yeah, that thing's like seven it just like I don't want to deal with It just like wraps its tentacles. <laughs> You know what? Never mind. Never mind. I was literally gonna go hentai, but like, wait, no. Like, well, there's somebody out there would probably like that, but you know what? Yeah. Anyways, uh, and what else has been going on? Not much. It's just the first week of classes, so I'm just getting stuff like settled and figured I out. I am on the second week of classes. Like, uh, I, I'm on the second. This is second week now, but like, it's it was the first week before we even like. Last week. It was the first week last week. It was the first week week last week, man. Every week is the first week if you really think about it, man. Like, you can always Are you Argyle from uh, Stranger (laughs) Things right now? You can always start your life over, man. Your life is where you are now, not where you're going to be yesterday, not where you are tomorrow. It's right now, man. I didn't know that we had a motivation. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, and I feel like I, for a solid hour, I, I would just on repeat Pete play, do it, you know, just do it by Shia LaBeouf because I don't know, like oh. everybody meme the fuck out of Shia LaBeouf, you know what I mean? For, for that, just do it, do it, 
right now. This move right here, right now. Yeah, that thing. Um, I even bought a Destiny emoji where where uh he did that, actually, and I made my character do that. Beside the point, but um. It's an extremely motivational video. Just fucking listen to it. Like, it really just makes you want to get up and, and do whatever you think that you can't do. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just, it really, it really hit me in the fifis. He knows what he's talking about. He's seen Speaking the darkness. <laughs> Speaking of things that you've done, you opened up a shop. A yes, shop. dude. dude. Shop. I opened shop. up a no. shop, man. She opened up a brick and mortar store. A brick and mortar store. Everybody. I called, forgot uh, to tell uh, you guys, staff. I am no. loaded. <laughs> no, dude, I'm not fucking loaded. I opened up an online t-shirt shop. Yeah, All right, I take a, I take store. a, I take a commission, and uh, the, you know, they take care of the customers, which I don't want to deal with the customers to begin with. I just design the shirts, so took up a little yeah. bit of work there, and. Uh, I've sold about 10 shirts so far, so, like, I'm pretty excited about that, and I started up an Instagram, but you can find me everywhere pretty much now at, uh, Siva King Design Lab, so it's S-I-E-V as in Victor, E-K-I-N-G, Siva King Design Lab, so, uh, find, find me on there, get yourself a t-shirt, you can find me on Threadless, uh, Siva King Design Lab dot Threadless dot com, or just, uh, Go to my go to my Instagram at Siva King Design Lab, and it has all the links that you need with the designs right next to it. In case you're all like, "Yo, this design is really fucking fly. I need it on my body right now." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's it for my plug. That's it for my plug. I'm moving on. We're going down to weekly recommendations. Oh, First God. off, I had ideas for. You. I had ideas. I I mean I I. I I can't get my words out. We I'm, have I no ideas. ideas for shit. I mean, I'm built, I've made a couple shirts, actually, but I haven't sold any. Uh, I can probably make more because I actually have some ideas, but I have to finish a senior project. No, my senior project. That's what it is. Five-minute cohesive animatic. Yay. That's going to be fun to do. Yeah, so, sounds like fun. Like, genuinely. It's going to take a lot of work. But, I yeah, mean, I mean, like, I'm a, work, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a game art major, so like, literally, it's just the fucking artwork for games. That's like what I'm doing in the background, painting trees and shit, being a Bob Ross, right. if you fucking would. Sorry, I, unnecessary anger. <laughs> into uh, recommendations and stuff like that. There's only two things that we have so far. Uh, we actually both watched House of the Dragon. I only seen the first episode. I still same, watched same. The I still episode. have not watched the second episode. There's no reason why I have not watched the second episode. I hear a lot of people did not like it as much as the first episode, unfortunately. Uh, but I did not read any spoilers. I don't know what's going to happen, so um, we're not going to cover that. Eventually, yeah. we may cover it in a uh, you know spitting spoilers for the season. Eventually, so. and yeah. and House of the Dragon is what we're talking about, and it's. It was good. I mean, I liked it so far. Yeah. I just want to see where else it goes. It's just only the first episode. But yeah, so far, it's the biggest opening that HBO has had, uh, which is crazy. But yeah, I mean, 
it, it's the spin-off to game of their most successful show so people are definitely gonna tune in yeah i'm not uh, even gonna i'm not even gonna lay down any spoilers for it obviously it's only episode one so you're not really spoiling much for the entire fucking series by saying anything but the premise uh, of it like i really want people to watch it and get a feel of it for themselves because i have a lot of people on one ear saying oh this is excellent and i have a lot of people on another ear saying the standalone episode pilot for uh, House of the Dragon does not stand as strong as the Game of Thrones pilot. Uh, well, yeah, because you're basing it off the Game of Thrones pilot. That's like a whole thing that I can get into, but like I know it's that's just, a it's a really tricky subject, but we eventually we'll talk about it. So yeah, but, so uh, I mean, I like I I enjoy it. Uh, <clears throat> does it have a lot? lot of like dragon sex scenes yeah like every five minutes but like i mean what do you get whenever you skip game of thrones uh i never so, thought i'd see yeah. cat dog in that position but here we are <laughs> goku just came in out of nowhere i know i wasn't right? prepared for the dragon ball z crossover Dude, like i uh, was not like th- that shit is fucking bananas uh but uh the other one that we watched i feel like we talked about this already uh, which is She-Hulk. I I, I feel like I, I've caught up to it that I feel like I'm about episode behind. But so far, No, no, I'm enjoying... I think the new episodes come out on Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Wednesdays. they come out Thursday, oh, and I feel like I, I missed one so far, but I'm not entirely sure. No, there's only two. Is there? Yeah, there's two. Oh, okay, then I'm all caught up. Uh, then we've At least I probably talked... Is. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, no, we watched, uh, we've been watching that, keeping up with that. That's another one that's interesting and has been decisive. Um, the whole thing about the Marvel MCU as phase four is right now. This is what I'll say. I think I didn't speak on this podcast. If I did, I'm sorry, but this is maybe for people who probably haven't heard it or if I have never said it. Um, it's that phase four people aren't are decisive on right now it's people love it or the people hate it i'm like i can see the good things and the bad things with it but at the same point i think what really fucked it up was COVID. because if you look at actually the timeline of what they had planned just movies were different like in placements order they were in different orders actually doctor strange 2 was supposed to become before uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home uh, and then I think Miss the Marvels, Captain Marvel 2 was supposed to come before Wakanda Forever really? which is Black Panther 2 yeah they had like a whole like there was a bunch of setups so COVID really fucked up that because of scheduling and people not being able to go do their jobs in Hollywood and work on those sets because of, of mandates and stuff like that uh, so they had to like change some stuff up because american chavez who is in doctor strange 2 was originally supposed to be in spider-man no way home but that got changed uh there was supposed to be a few other things in spider-man no way home uh but they had to change it because covid or something i think ant-man and uh, two uh, not ant-man 2 ant-man 3 was supposed to come out earlier uh in in the time slot but yeah, yeah. so Instead, people that aren't really gonna... into face I, I was just gonna say that they're yeah. probably people killing, aren't really killing into face... ant-man they're gonna kill him 
I think he's gonna. Uh, I, no, I, I think that. he's gonna die. We'll see. About, we'll in, see. Around Quantumania, he, he's gonna die, for sure. We'll see. Uh, I said that about Thor and and, and Love and Thunder. You and said that. that you said but, that. Uh, you know what I mean. But like, I'm making a prediction right here, right now. All right. Like, th this is gonna be like your your 2019 prediction for 2020. Okay. Like. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not gonna be that bad. But like, uh, uh oh, that was that was crazy. That was that, like that was nuts. shit. And I'm never gonna do that again. Yeah, we aren't doing that anymore. We aren't but, speaking uh, evil into the world. But anyway, I think that he's gonna die ar uh, around uh, Quantum Mania, somewhere around there. So yeah, I yeah. don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait. Me meaning, like meaning this phase. Yeah, like the this phase is like. Uh, it's the beginning of phase five is what it is yeah so in the end of phase four yeah. into phase five is when i think that he's going to die yeah okay so phase four what i've been i'm getting on before we actually get into what i really want to talk about this time and get past the marvel stuff uh there is one marvel uh topic but we have something big else to talk about if you can't buy, tell by the title but mcu phase four people are decisive on it i am too but I think it's because this is like the setup. The next, it's like the setup phase. It's like phase one, essentially. They're setting up new characters and stuff like that. And you have to go through, and they're using a different medium for it because they're using streaming now, like Disney Plus, so they can make those shows and stuff like that, that they that could flush out those characters a little bit better. It's not going to be for everybody. Not every show is, because it seems like that's what they're going for. They want to appeal to at least some different audience for each show. And I think that's fine. But this is like the setup set. And then I think phase five and six are really going to just like go hard, essentially. They're, they're definitely going to like uh, do some crazy stuff in those, especially because of Kang the Conqueror and the multiverse and Secret Wars. Oh, man, they're putting the Secret Wars onto the big screen, which I got wrong in a previous podcast. Uh, don't at me on that, please. <clears throat> but it yeah, is yeah, about, no. But I, uh, I definitely like, think that Ant Man's gonna. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the order of everything. Like, I definitely think he's gonna die at the beginning of uh, Marvel Phase Five. So February 17, twenty three. R.I.P. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Like Secret Wars definitely is is basically the multiverse war. All characters from across the multiverse come together. At least that's what it is in the comics. So. Uh, and, and maybe we'll see Dr. Doom come in because he's like the main big baddie of that. And then he has like an army of Thors in that, in that it creates a world called battle realm. Uh, it's a big, it's a whole thing. Uh, but we'll see because that's like phase six and that's in 2024 and phase six is only two things. And that is, uh, the Kang dynasty, uh, uh which is Avengers five and Avengers six, which is secret wars. Did you know that they're bringing a Halloween phase... special to Disney plus for Marvel? They're what? They're bringing a Halloween special They're... to Disney Plus for Marvel. Okay. Like details like, what, are scarce what, about what, it right what? now, but there's a rumor that there's a standalone Marvel Halloween special that would be based on a werewolf character from the pages of Mar uh, Marvel Comics. Werewolf oh, werewolf by, by night. Yeah, yes, werewolf yes, by yes, night. Yes, yes. I so I, I think that they might be I releasing remember. something special uh, around Halloween this year. We can see that. Um, I know. So yeah, but that's Marvel and stuff like that. But that's about it for what I want to say about Phase Four because it, that involves She-Hulk and whatnot. So like I said, Phase Four is kind of the setup. Phase Five and Six is definitely going to be like the big, bigger, bigger. We're, scale we're teeing shit it up, and, baby. And 
<laughs> yeah, so now on to the, the big thing that I've wanted to talk about. And it's something that I am prevalent uh, in the community about. Because it is a big... It is a fucking disaster. And I'm going to use a lot of language. I'm going to talk a bit. We have a list of less news, but we're like just by a bit. But right now, this is a big section. This is the animation section. This is Zach's animation corner. Uh, and I am going to rant uh, because Warner Bros. Discovery is making disastrous decisions uh, a, a, for animation. And it's really, it's really shitty. And in one, the, in, I wanted in to start off, dude, like, and, and, and ask you before, before you get started, did you know that, that Warner brothers is the easiest was previously the easiest company to send, uh, uh, like screen screenplays to like, like through, obviously mm-hmm. through, through your, your, uh, the person that you hire to do that because they don't accept unsolicited screenplays. Nobody really does that anymore. But like, um, no. Lit, lit, yeah, I know it's a, well, which no. is such a shame as well. Unsolicited screen. What? Unsolicited screenplays those go through film festivals, but these those get handpicked. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. What? Like they they get handpicked, so you don't. So there's plenty of like original ideas going around that people just kind of like throw away, and to see a company throw away something that is as good as what they have you understand what i'm saying like this is a fucking tragedy in in the animation sector like i i just wanted to like state that ahead of time it's not it's not just about animation but like the whole the whole thing with like warner bros discovery merging it was thought to be a good thing but then they started offloading stuff and that's when it started becoming a disaster because some of the stuff they started offloading which we've talked about for quite a while if you haven't listened to the other podcast beforehand which we think and recommend both of us you should go listen to um but not right now stay here stay here yeah but uh um, yeah, no, they started offloading because they wanted to, because the merger, apparently when they merged, they figured out that Warner Bros needs to get three billions in costs across the company, uh, finalized by, by April. And that was a tough thing that David Zavzloff, the, Z, the discovery CEO was trying to figure out. And he's doing this by removing things and canceling shows and canceling projects that are basically done, uh, <clears throat> And, and stuff like that. Sorry, I'm very angry about it. So, big thing that we're going to touch on uh, real quick before I get into the animation sector. Batgirl canceled after like 90% completion. They filled it with $90 million. Uh, and they got base. And if they um, they canceled it, they'll get $20 million back in reimbursement. But that's $70 million down the drain on yeah. the movie. Yeah, that's, so, pretty, that's pretty fucking yeah. bad. So like that that was bad and, right there. And, not only and then that, the also... Sesame Street thing, like we've been covering it over the last few weeks. Like we've been we've um, been trying to pick like one like thing 200... a week. Like two hundred episodes mm-hmm. of Sesame Street got just booted off the fucking service. Like that yeah. just quality fucking episodes booted off because they couldn't afford the rights for it. It was too much money for them. And then quite a few other but, like so animated series. 
I I got I got most of the uh, stuff. So Scoob, which Scoob the movie, which was the new animated movie of the of the Scooby Doo gang, they had a new movie of called Holiday Haunt, which cost forty million dollars for that animated sequel. Uh, that got scrapped and it was basically done. And there was supposed there was also supposed to be another one that came back out in July. That never happened. Uh, they the, they got rid of a bunch of of six big projects, which included Batman: The Cape Crusader, which is a re it's it's a remake of the old animated series. Which I, that one I can tell you is being shipped out to find a new streaming service home. So that one's not canceled. But then they had another one, which is a Christmas Batman a movie. They had a a few Looney Tunes uh, new movies they were making. So I think this one is a. Uh, a satire on the day the earth stood still but it's called the day the earth blew up a looney tunes movie uh, uh something called the bye bye bunny a looney tunes musical did i do that to the holidays a steve urkel story uh which i know but then there was one that i was really interested in which was the amazing world of gumball the movie which would have been really cool to see because i'm a big fan of that show uh, but not only that, they got rid of a J.J. Abrams movie that was going to be called, it was a science fiction drama that was supposed to be cost $200 million. And I think it was like 50% done and they canceled it. Psych. So, Bitch yeah. you thought. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, and Warner, that's not, that's, that's War- not all. The, yeah, Warner just Brothers kind of is not just the problem. You know what I mean? Like, Netflix has also demolished demolished its animation wing after the company shifted mission statements and canceled a number of high-profile animated projects that were in development. Uh, so, quote-unquote, they said there is clearly no long-term multi-season career in animation anymore. Not just at WB, like Warner Brothers Discovery, but anywhere. None of these streamers will commit to picking up more than one season of a show at a time, which is just not how animation works, a showrunner told this this these people. Quote, unquote, animation is a long-term investment, and you can't just pop in and pop out and think you're going to get good, good quality. So, like, so that, that is a, that is a perfect thing fucking statement, Netflix. dude. Like... There, there's something about Netflix that I really want to talk about because it, it is it, it is something. I'll get back to HBO Max real quick at some point and talk about their animation, what they've got rid of, uh, which is really upsetting. But Netflix, they have a Cuphead show, right? One for kids, right? And it has yeah. on to their second season. At least that's what you think. The sec, It's a second season. So that means the writers took time off. And they finished the second season. They worked on the second season after they had like a, about a six months high it is right and stuff like that that's how it should work at least in the industry correct tell me that tell tell me that at least that's how it usually works between the seasons you take like a hiatus and then you get back onto the new season and that's not just the animation that's with like most things yeah (laughs) so what happened is for the cuphead show netflix ordered the whole 48 episode slot which and and instead what they did is cutting it they and having two seasons of it just being 20 i think it's what's 48 uh divided uh 26 jesus what is it 26 26 i'm wrong on that i feel like i'm wrong on that 24 24 that's what it is um what they did 
is they have oh no no it wasn't even that they cut it down even more essentially they ordered at least i think 48 episodes and they have now uh, a total in, in in one go and now they're cutting that whole section and when as they fully animate it into seasons and releasing it separately per year so instead of the animators getting paid per season they're getting paid for the whole thing up front instead for less money and then their netflix is cutting it in chunks well not just that but netflix uh a couple of months ago like eliminated 70 positions from its animation studio and uh like they they saw streamer layoffs of 150 full-time employees um there there's just a bunch of of canned projects that they did as well Uh, including the like the the what you were talking about with cuphead but like one of the what projects were cut uh there was uh, ava duvernay's wings of fire adaptation preschool series anti-racist baby and with kind regards from kindergarten uh these drops are in addition to five other cuts uh that they made um which is so fucking sad because like they also they also cut uh matilda like the the animated remake that they were going to do because they acquired Roald Dahl's properties if you remember a few months ago they were going to do an animated mm-hmm. Matilda and they cut that as well which I would have yeah, loved so to see actually here I I the, the, the get up on the cup of thing since I, I I had to find the actual article to make it more more cohesive since I'm not the best speaker in this essentially what happened is they Netflix ordered 48 episodes of the show in one go and now they're set they're, they're and so the animators are making it in one session instead of them doing it over seasons and and netflix will now take those 48 episodes cut it into 12 episode seasons so there'll be four seasons of cuphead total that is what it is but instead of them getting paid per season they got effectively paid for the whole chunk and got less money for it that's so fucked up like they so, should, they should have a per season. It cost, is so they got they got I mean? a shit deal. They got a shit deal out of that, and it's not it's unfair to their talent. So because I've watched the Cuphead show, and it's actually really it's like the animation on it is pretty good. But moving from Netflix, which is another streaming service that broke my heart uh, on animation, to the the one that is really breaking my heart, which is HBO Max. Because if you don't know what HBO Max and Warner Bros. Yeah, are, sorry almost, about the tangent about I Netflix. Wanna go, I just wanted to. I just wanted to clarify no, that, that Warner Brothers is not the only fucking place that's cutting animation, and it's really sad to see, especially with how, how many yeah, people so- we have graduating with these kinds of degrees. After, after the world is like, oh, we need more tech jobs. Oh, we need more computer-based jobs. And then they do shit like this. You know what I mean? It's just, it pisses me off. So the thing... The thing is that I'm just very interested in just it's seeing my the artwork that I have come to life and the stories that I've always wanted to make uh, be put onto a screen at least in some form of way and then having that influence other people. Not it 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 might sound selfish, I guess, but that's just but that's just what I want to do. I just kind of want to create stories that I can show to other people because I feel like I have good ones. Not all of them are perfected yet, but uh, that'll just take time. 
but essentially, Discovery owns a fair bit of stuff, if you don't know. And I went over some of the stuff with Jasmine. And it's crazy because she actually subscribes to a fair bit of stuff that they have, which is nuts. Uh, because it seems like a, a, like they have... So you have Discovery, of course, but then they own the Food Network, HGTV. Look, uh, I just had... CNN, I had Discovery TLC, before Animal. before it. I even knew what the fuck it was. Because I came mm-hmm. home and I, I asked Brian, I'm like, hey, uh, wh- why does it say that we have Discovery Plus? Because I got an email because it's my Amazon account. And uh, my mom mm-hmm. was like, I wanted to watch Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. So she wanted the fucking Food yeah. Network so that she could watch Guy Fieri. I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, guys. Like, Yeah, so you got the Food Network, CNN, TLC, Cinemax, TNT, TBS. That's just most of it. And then you had the Warner Media, which is HBO Max, Warner Bros. stuff. So Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, DC, uh, uh warner bros all that stuff and and all the stuff that goes with it so that's a fair bit of content and and some of that content is like childhood content to me uh and and to me personally cartoon network at least that company is the one that signified to me what animation can be done with that how it can be used and how and and all the stuff and what i want to do with it it is it's it's like it, it it is probably a company I would like to work with at some point, um, but right now I don't feel like that company is being treated fairly. I've heard, and I don't know. I've looked for the rumor itself, but I couldn't find it on the internet. But it's something that I heard is that it is possible that Warner Bros is looking into shutting down Cartoon Network and Adult Swim on cable and moving into solely streaming or you just getting rid I feel of the like, I, I honestly feel like that is probably a really good idea um, as long as they can maintain all their properties you know what I mean like if they can't that's ma- what I'm worried about if they that's can't maintain all their the, properties during the shift I don't want it you know that is what I'm worried about and I'm worried that they're not going to tell all their animators about that because I'm th- and for some animators and some they're gonna wake up on monday better, morning and, and get a better deal on cable yeah they're gonna wake up on monday yeah, they morning get a better and be deal like on cable. I, I don't have a job anymore <laughs> yeah they're they're either gonna find out that their 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 deal for whatever is going on in the animation that they're working on has been changed or they don't have a job and that's like a majority of them because the next thing i want to talk about is the animation that they got rid of and they they released a list i got there was somebody who released a list of the stuff and i went through that list out of the 36 names on there 22 of them are solely animated projects some of them are complete um and that's fucked up that that they just got rid of them one of a couple of them that i've watched which is uh two that i really want and that is i can just read them all off actually why not i'm just gonna read off all the names you got aquaman king of atlantis that one's canceled close enough which was a it had three seasons and it is canceled um and it was really it was really made dodo which i don't i i think that's another children's show some of the most majority of these are children's shows but still like i don't understand why they just got rid of them Right. It, they said it's to get rid of money, but someone did the calculations. Apparently, they uh, maybe figured to get back twenty million dollars is what they got instead of three million. So I don't know what they're trying to do. 
I guess they're trying to make sure that they have some, at least so that they're financially stable or something. Uh, Esme and Roy, the Fungies, Infinity Train. Now, this one is has had four seasons. It was a really good concept about characters. You know the the, the thing that we're working on? Yeah. The, 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 I, yeah, that one. I that, that how I came to you with that concept. That concept was inspired by the Infinity Train. Gotcha. It was it, it was it, like part of it was inspired, like the concept of like anthology, because that was the, there was four seasons followed different characters on the same concept of this train that was infinite and had different mo- different carts um, on it, and each one had different like I guess worlds or scenarios in it with random stuff, and there was like a whole overarching narrative to it. It was really well done. It it seemed like it was cut off early at the at the end of, of like for season four. It could have had more seasons, honestly. Right. Uh, and it just to me personally, it felt like it wasn't given the love it's deserved. And they can't they they canned it because to them it was too adult. But it was a TV fourteen animated show. When there are things way more adults on 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 HBO Max, uh, including one called Primal, which is a, a, a animation by adults, I guess because it was a Net Max original, I guess right. it, it didn't count with. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the reason for that was. Little Ellen, Mau Mau, Messi, Messi goes to Odiko, Mia's Magic Playground, Mighty Magisaurs, Odo. Okay, KO, Let's Be Heroes. I remember re- that one's a really good one that I remember. Uh, Ollie and the Moon Show, Pac-Man, The Ghost of the Adventure, There's Squish, Summer Camp Island, The Runaway Bunny, uh, Tig and Steak, Uncle Grandpa. Now, this one's interesting. Uncle Grandpa is a kid's show on Cartoon I've Network. I've heard that of ended. Uncle Grandpa. It ended. It literally ended like two years ago, and they right. stripped it. They took it off HBO Max for some reason and it was a kid's show that was on cartoon network it was a little abstract and obtuse of like the the stuff and uh some of the parents were like what is the show because it was complete nonsense and i it was complete nonsense but there was people that liked it but the, the thing is is it was just it was weird that it got pulled off and they didn't even tell the the animators until like the day after they no, they told them that they had a week the next day they got rid of is what I was told. That's so awful. Yeah. So, like, seriously, I'm gonna. I, I and not only there's two more: Victor and Valentino and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Those are all all of them that have been. And it and for the majority of what I've heard is that some of them were in production and almost done, and some of them were just done, and some of them were like halfway finished with the whole like series. So, that sucks. It is like disservice to the animators as a whole one and there's some people that have come out and talked about it like a lot of people on 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 twitter of all places because of course twitter but not only just twitter but the majority from twitter um people have come out that says there this person pay put uh posted a picture of a crew that represents 37 teams of artists who found and out online that their shows were being stripped from hgo max and for some episodes we worked on for two years during the pandemic would never be released and then they said Discovery Plus has no respect for artists. And I can agree with that. It really doesn't seem like they do because they, this sucks. It really does. It, because I thought, I really thought that we were getting into an era where streaming services could be the, the buildup for animation, seeing it not just for children, see it for adults, 
for anybody all ranges you could literally make animation for all ranges because it's so versatile and you have so much fluidity and imagination with it you, you literally your imagination it goes as high as how far you can think whatever you can think of you can literally paste in in, in animation like that's, that's my, something that's that my favorite part action... about it like it's my favorite part about animation is that you can literally <laughs> take it and form that weird little thought that you've had in the back of your mind since third <laughs> grade like what does the hat man look like what about the man who was running along the side of the you know the the phone the telephone poles when you were in the car you know what i mean the shadow yeah. man and like you you can write about something him that and... that's something that live action can do but it's all it's so limiting with animation you can literally do whatever and that's what I love about it. And then, and, it, it, and I can go over more of the, the the tweets that I have because, like, AB, it, someone found out that HBO Max considered OKKO, one of the ones I said that it was getting rid of, to be one of the popular shows on the network, uh, as it has this little category for popular characters on the Cartoon Network uh, hub, and yet they still removed the character from the from the from the stream platform. Right. So it makes no sense. Uh, another person said, uh, if we could, we would. We'd lobby for season box sets, but we were told multiple times that there was no interest. So apparently even the people that worked there, they said they wanted to get box sets. I would have liked to have a box set of one of the shows that got canceled. Right. I would have, but they apparently were told, no, it's not going to sell. Uh, and that sucks. Um, another thing is, oh, wait, here we go. Uh, cancellation of dozen animated shows from their streaming home. Fortunately, the latest sign of animation does not respect uh, it says there's a bridge gap between salaries of animation writers and live action writers. There's a difference in salary between animation writers and live action writers. I don't even understand that concept honestly, like because they're writing for the exact same thing. It's animation just... writers make a minimum of uh, from from what variety says this is what they got from somebody who worked in this animation writers make a minimum of 2000 roughly per week while uh wga or writers guild of america who work on live action stuff from whatnot weekly ranges uh minimum ranges from 4000 to 5000 so they are literally putting and anim- they're putting live action above understand into it but not only that you're you, when you do that you are disregarding the time and the effort and in the talent behind animation projects you are disregarding it and you're saying oh oh live action is 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 great and everything but animation is not as the same step the same stepping as live action when in my opinion honestly it's better than live action Right. And then, and, 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 but if, if you, even if you don't want to say that, you could say it's equal. That's just fine. Say that it's equal because they both are in the same structure. You can literally work in both mediums. You can have them blend. And at the same time, you can, you can, you can make anything with both of them and you can still have a successful show with both of them. Example, like in the great animation, modern animation that's very successful, Rick and Morty. Have you seen the fan base of that one? That's an extremely well animation, and it doesn't even have to be Western animation. Eastern animation, anime, has been super prominent and super popular. And, and, anime is taken over. And yeah, you got to say that. Manga and anime are taking over. The comic 
comic book industry here is is kind of dying and it sucks because i would like to make a comic book i and but like i it would have to be something that is not like the stuff they're putting out today which is i i would definitely work to work for it not to be um but yeah animation and uh, anime is taking over because like there's a lot of really prolific anime studios out there that make really fluid animation that's beautiful and super well done and deserve the praise that they get but even over where they're being where they work in their country they're still being persecuted because they work shitty hours and are giving crunch time and are not given the respect they deserve and the and the financial my financial aid they deserve so Facts. like it, it for it's not just a, our country thing it's a global thing and that's what sucks i want to go into this industry because i love it and there's a and the people in in the the class that i work uh, that i have right now also love it and they're all going into it and they understand the same thing uh that it sucks right now um and now and here's another tweet that i found we worked for five years to make a hundred episodes of animation we worked late into the night we let ourselves go and we we're a family of hard-working artists who wanted to make something beautiful, and HMX just pulled it like they were all nothing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, like I said, they're thinking of it lesser. Uh, they're treating them lesser. They're, it, it's a whole thing. And overall, I don't think this is going to stop, honestly. This, it, it sucks. Uh, there's one company that is praising animation, if you can't tell, that's Disney of all places. Um, and it's, I think, feel like Disney is like the saving grace of animation for right now, as it used to be uh, back in like the, the 60s and 70s. Uh, but I, it, it sucks. And I hope it gets better. There is, there is, uh, there was, I had a thought of an animation like only streaming service. And it's not just for like anime, but like everything. But the thing with that is that that's really limiting, and not a, and and the thing is, you'd have to have like good business behind it. But like, I feel like it would be possible, like now, rather than like ten years ago, ten five ten years ago. No, that would have not been possible. Oh, but, like, it would have been fucking inconceivable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Now it's it's very possible, and it's possibly that we'll see it. The thing is, is that there's still animation being put on the streaming services. It's just not as prominent as it was, because it was on the up and up until these budget cuts started happening, and it sucks because that's the, unfortunately that's the first thing that the company is going to look at is animation because they still think of it as less than live action. And that is what disappoints me because you can, you can have the same quality or even better quality from an animation than rather a live action piece. And there is uh, some credence to that as we have seen live action interpretations of animated pieces be done and done horribly done like garbage. Uh, And I feel like that's not going to stop. So yeah. Honestly, did you know they're making a cyberpunk animation and it looks really, it's an anime, like full on anime on Netflix. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we talked about that on the show. It looks really, they have a trailer for it. It looks really good. And people are like, oh yeah, this looks like so much better than a video game. So like, yeah, it, it, it's an animation that's better than the video game that it was based off of. So 
yeah that's really cool and that's all my animation talk literally that's my animation rant i i urge warner bros discovery needs to step up their game and figure their shit out i mean they're trying to figure their shit out they just merged so discover and discovery is the shareholder that owns warner bros now so they are in control and to me it feels like david zaslow the ceo now uh doesn't really understand animation and that's sad but you know i i will just have to wait and see honestly uh it could be that we get another animation boycott uh animators riot uh we'll see about that but it, and it couldn't just be animated it could just be writers too so but we're gonna be not just we're not done talking about warner bros now because we're still in that realm of talking about all their garbage because we are now finally into the news that we have this week starting off with a big banger that i found which this is still related to uh some of the cancellations uh especially the biggest one of all batgirl um and this has come from the directors themselves and this is crazy this is this is insane that this this yeah so like this goes along so with the, the, this is with what the, the whole hbo wipe uh and this is kind of fucking nuts you know what i mean i think this is honestly to prevent yeah. people from releasing it yeah like i mean i mean is. i mean employees so, that worked on it you know what i mean like people who put their fucking blood sweat and tears into this goddamn movie you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it include like the CGI. Like, you you understand what I mean? Like, it takes so much to make a fucking superhero film nowadays. Spend ninety million dollars on it, and then trash it. it like did. that probably and hurt. Oh, that probably hurt the writers. Probably hurt the writers. Probably hurt the fucking the boom mic operators. You know what I mean? Like, just even everybody was affected everybody so apparently yes yeah, some news broke out that uh batgirl has been canceled after directors uh understandably were in panic uh they learned even more bad news though after they tried to save some of their footage that was on the warner bros servers unfortunately when they accessed those servers they learned that warner bros already had deleted the whole all the batgirl footage all of it everything Stupid. gone and then they went out and said this this is their own words i went on the server everything was gone lrb said uh we were like fucking shit all the scenes with batman in them all of it gone everything uh it's and they basically went on to say that it's unlikely batman batgirl will resurface in any form without the studio support as it was still unfinished uh yeah and they basically said it cannot be released in its current state there's no vfx we still had some scenes to shoot so if one day they want us to release the Batgirl movie, they'd have to give us the means to do it, to finish it properly with our vision. So literally they were, that, that that was the last string. If they were able to get that footage, it was possible they were able to maybe finish it down the line on their own time. But without that footage, it's gone. They, they, they don't have the means to do it anymore. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, Shit, that sucks. It's basically dead. It's the it's ba- it's the last it's the last little knife that got stabbed in Batgirl's stomach, uh, as as hey, the I HBO mean, like, Max. The, the rest of HBO Max is still under attack. You know what I mean? Like, it is. They're, they're still under not just HBO Max. Sorry, HBO Discovery, um, is under fucking uh, uh, attack. Like, and yeah. a- another thing that we have going on here, if you're finished up with Batgirl, I uh, uh, Ezra Miller. 
he has surfaced. Mm. We've found him. He's grounded. They've injected him with like 45 uh, syringes filled with lithium. And uh, he's chilled out and he's just like, oh, fuck, man, I was on a bender. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Now, what he, if, he didn't actually. What if he's like, I don't remember anything that happened. I just took like seven Xanax and went for it. That's a that that's a long period of time to be tripping off of only seven Xanax, but okay. Uh, oh no 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 seven Xanax a day. And then he seven drinks like, two cups of coffee and two cups of coffee. no five cups of coffee. There you go. Five yeah, cups that's of better. coffee. But anyway, Ezra Miller reportedly yeah. has met with the WB Discovery execs to save the Flash. Like, and I don't mm, understand. So like, it, they're they're getting to sell this movie because. Uh, you know, one, all the fans want to fucking see it. And two, you know, like we can combine this with your next one. Uh, th- all the test footage. Oh, yeah. Has is testing as high. It's rating very high. It's rating it's very, very high. fucking high. You know what I mean? So, of course, apparently... like they want Ezra Miller to come back and be like, yes, with your sane mind, come here and we can finally promote this. And I'm like, don't put him on TV. He doesn't need to be on TV right now. You no. know what I mean? He doesn't need to be he in front of any. have him in limited, limited press. Limit, very limited. limited press. Like, And when I say limited, I mean like this man is coming off of whatever fucking, uh, you know, manic, like whatever like whatever they, he had going it, on you know so it's like the horse from nope it's like the the horse from nope you don't want to spook him so they're gonna like f- have a flash in his face and then he's just gonna like go feral for a right, split second exactly. and steal a child <laughs> stop stop i don't i don't even want to <laughs> put that out there but i'm happy that he's getting help and he's recognized that no, he, he needs that help. he needs I'm, I'm help seriously that, jo- that, that's I'm the seriously joking it's no, 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 like, I, I just like, wanted to, yeah. I wanted to bring it back that this is all about his mental health at the end of the day, you know what I mean? We joke, we kid, all, all, all of that aside, I hope that the man is doing, or, or excuse me, the man, I hope that they are doing, they are doing, okay, doing you know well. what I mean? But um, you can't deny that they did kidnap a, chi- they did kidnap children. I, that, I that don't, that, no, I don't, that, no. No, I don't think that he kidnapped. He, he it was just a, it was just a no, headline. He, I don't think he legit ca- kidnapped anyone because he would be in jail right now. You think now they went and with not him? a rehab center? You think they went with him? What? Well, yeah, okay, yeah. I think that, that they like, went the with him. You know what I mean? Okay. Like the mom just took the kid along. You know what I mean? And then the maybe the dad reported the kid missing and was just like, oh, they were hanging out with this dude. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that kind of thing Anyways, was going down. But uh, yeah, appa- apparently they. The Oh no! Go ahead. It has the highest score. Uh, sorry, it has the highest scores at test screenings since Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight movies, which is crazy to say. That 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 is really crazy to say. So, uh, this is great as it led WB to believe that they have a critical and box office hit on their hands, possibly, uh, which basically means that we could f- get this film. Look, I was down it, to go see would... it regardless. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just was like. Too. Uh, the, his agent or their agent, uh, Scott Metzger, met with WG, WB uh, film chairs uh, Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, uh, where they reportedly apologized for bringing the negative attention to the Flash, and then uh, also Miller reportedly reportedly reaffirmed their commitment to the movie, which has been rumored to be under threat amid a flurry of uh, you know their controversial uh, decisions over the last couple of months. So uh, uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah. So right now, Flash is supposed to release on June 23rd of 2023. Uh, that is what it's stated for. But not only is that happening, two more DC movies have been pushed back by like six months. Um, <clears throat> almost six months. But that includes Aquaman 2 and Shazam 2, which is just great. So <laughs> the, this is just this is just perfect. I don't know what the plan is, uh, but you know what? Um, Aquaman 2 is now, uh, which was really set for March 17th of 2023, is now December 25th of 2023. So now that Christmas. is a d- Christmas release. Um, so, yeah, look for that. Um, yeah, they probably had a bunch of reshoots and to do because of uh, the turd herd. Yeah, so, jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably true. And Shazam to this year to March 17th, which is Aquaman 2's old date. So, yeah, they're just moving it around. And I'm going to assume this deals with the uh, the uh, the possibility as they have po- maybe found their uh, their Fe- Kevin Feige, their DC Kevin Feige. Yeah. And they, I might have that... a, they might have an idea now. Yes, they might have an idea. So, um, they, they're thinking uh, Dan Lin is in reports yeah in reports to be the company's new dc chief uh lynn has a long history with warner brothers boasting a track record as an executive producer that includes the lego movie the it films and godzilla king of monsters he has been uh called one of the 30 most powerful film producers in hollywood and uh lynn was championed by former disney chair alan horn who helped orchestrate the reorganization that gave feige so much power at marvel studios so they're setting it up in the same way that Marvel set up their studio, uh, which okay. is a great, it's a great start. You know what I mean? Especially with the quality of the, of the writers that they have right now, they have everything that they need to put it together. They just need someone at the top pulling the strings. Uh, Cause like yeah. you will get a shit movie from DC. We'll get a good movie from DC. We'll get a shit movie from DC. We'll get a good movie at DC. You you understand we'll what I mean? Like, from DC, we'll get a shit 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 movie from DC, and then we'll get another man movie, and then we'll get a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I understand what you mean. It's all over the place. Uh, yeah, Black uh, Adam comes out on October twenty first of this year. Lynn, so we'll uh, Dan, Dan Lynn had a couple of rumored uh, uh, projects that he would be working on in the future, and one of them includes a live action Lilo and Stitch. So that excites me greatly because I fucking love Lilo and Stitch, but that gives them an opportunity to I, fuck up Lilo and Stitch. You understand what I mean? Like they like rated with great power Lilo, comes Lilo. great responsibility. Stitch is the size of a bear now, and Lilo rides on top of him. What is this? A Jungle Book remake? Like what the fuck? But uh, yeah, it's gonna be dope. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and uh, they'll tie in with the next one, House of the Dragon. Before before our break, because we're gonna take a break here soon. Um, and the last, the last thing, because we're still on HBO. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna move break down one more because it, it, the next one also ties with HBO. Um, but yeah, House of the Dragon episode House of two the Dragon, aired. Episode two aired, and it uh, apparently, like I said, did a little bit worse than the first episode. But on uh, people are on board. And the first episode did so fucking well. Of course, HBO did this after cutting all the animation. You know what I mean? But they renewed, after only one episode, House of the Dragon for season two. 
So, yeah. oh, mic drop, you know what I mean? What the fuck? <laughs> Record scratch, like, if you would. But, uh, so, uh, after only one episode, over 10 million people tuned in to watch just on opening night. I didn't watch it on opening night. I was one of the p- millions of people who watched it afterwards, you know what I mean? Um, I watched it the night after. Yeah, yeah. I think we watched it on the same day. Uh, we did. Yeah, I think I just watched mine a little bit later than yours because I was just like, I hear I, uh, she's in the bed and, and she's then screaming I, and I told you about I told you about the pregnant the, the the birth scene and I was like, oh yeah, God, there's a birth scene. Be, like we said, we weren't we're not we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Remember, no, but like, no, because it's, it's disturbing. It's very disturbing, and it is not for kids. Okay, it is not for kids, Matt Smith. <laughs> we're looking at you, <laughs> but uh, um. I mean, it, ha- it has a kid. It has a kid, but oh. it's... I'm sad. But, uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> may he live long and, and whatever. But anyway... Stop. Uh, We're not... <laughs> uh, Godzilla. Oh, no. okay. Godzilla vs. Kong 2 has started production. Yes, and there production has been new and details has... and casting has been revealed. We have got Godzilla vs. Kong 2. Yes, and there has been plot details, and we got cast, like you said, which is Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree Henry, my boy, Diesel. Uh, Kaylee (laughs) Hottie. You know, you know, I I want you to watch this. I still want you to watch Atlanta because he's on that show, and that's Donald Glover's show, and it's fantastic. It's It's a Hulu show. It has one more season on FX that comes out later this year, and then it's done. And I really love it. And I think you would like it Dumb. too. He's, he's a mean, yeah, but yeah, Brian Tyree Henry's on that show. And yeah, I think you would like his character. Uh, Dan Stevens is in this now. Follow Chin, Alex Fern, and Rachel House are all in it. And then the story is going to be a sequel that follows up the explosive showdown of Godzilla versus Kong with an all new cinematic adventure, pitting the both giant creatures against a new colossal undiscovered threat hidden within our world, challenging our very existence. And our own. Um, yeah, apparently the film will delve further into the histories of these titans, their origins, and the mysteries of Skull Island and beyond. Uh, and I want them to bring Gigan into the into the, the series finally. Please. Please. And I want please. I want it to be like ABP2, and I want Godzilla and Kong to have a baby. And then I want it to be half no. scaled and half hairy. Like have its have it have its head be all scaly except its chair. Like it, it's 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 chest is gonna be. It's gonna look and, like and a deformed monster. They're gonna. It's gonna. It's say, supposed it's gonna to look like a monster. Over. Okay, it's AVP two Requiem. Okay, yes, like it's gonna be a monster of monsters. It's gonna be a monster of monsters. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna love that thing. Is that what the story is about? Finding love in a giant monster in the, in the monster of monsters, the abomination. No, it's about the, the tale of Arietti, except with King Kong. <laughs> inside jokes on the podcast. Inside jokes on the podcast. It's a bad. It's a bad inside, inside joke. Inside. If you were there when you heard it, it would you would have been in the same. Fuck you, Kevin. Us. Fuck you. Yeah. No, it's really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Godzilla and Kong Two arrives next. Two years from now, March fifth. The next fifteenth. Two years from now. <laughs> the next two years from now, uh, March fifteenth, twenty twenty four. That's how I should do it from now. I should just like the next three uh, years whenever, from now. <laughs> when I, whenever I'm speaking about uh, the uh, 
the future i'll i'll say it in uh different increments uh mixed increments so like if i'm saying tomorrow i'll say uh yesterday's uh i'll i'll see you yesterday two days from yet no two days from yesterday did you just say that i am big big pentameter dude like what what the fuck i am two days from yesterday Oh my god. Alright, well, that's all that we have today before the break. Uh, we are about to take a break, and after that we will be back with more fucking awesome news, and something that's fucking super exciting right off the bat. Not like the, all this wasn't exciting, but I cannot wait for you guys to hear more, alright? So, uh, stick around and, uh, listen to our mid-rolls and, uh, you know, we'll see you in a second. See you yesterday's tomorrow. Ah! There you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. <sighs> you are now fully rested. You, I forgot to talk about this at the beginning. Everything's a drum. 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 Drum, drum, drum. Um, did you know Terrence Howard has created his own religion? Oh my God! Like, are you talking about his math or his religion? Yeah, his math. His his newfound math. Oh my fucking God! He he believes. He believes. I'm not even joking. This is actually this is actually true. You this guys can't see me right now, but I'm physically I am I am physically holding my head. <laughs> this is not satire. Ter- Terrence Howard, the the the, the actor, uh, <clears throat> th- believes that one times one does not equal one, but it equals two, and he has a full on paper about how it works, uh, and all, and all that stuff. And he and he went and it, it completely defies the logic that goes into mathematics and everything. And he calls Aliens. it teriology, um, from what, what what he says in his own words. Um, and in 2017, he published proof of the claim that one times one equals two on his Twitter account and stuff. And then he went on to explain. So basically, this is in his own words. I'm not. How can it equal one? He said, if one times one equals one, that means two is of no value because one times itself has no effect. One times one equals two because the square root of four is two. So what's the square root of two? Should be one, and we're told it's two, but that cannot be. I don't know that logic, sir. Uh, please rethink your uh, go. <clears throat> go back to school. I feel like some people need to get back, get like take uh, take a, a, a education test every three years. Some people, not everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, and then if they and if they don't pass the education test, then they can't vote. Yeah, that's actually pretty smart. That's actually um, really fucking smart. You know what I mean? If you if you can't tell me, you know, what I, like the the name of the last three presidents, there's a problem. If you can yeah. tell me the name of every single Kardashian, but you can't tell me the names of like three dead presidents, you know what I mean? Like, there's a fucking problem here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like so scary. Yeah, so that's something I just kind of want to throw in there. Uh, Terrence Howard believes in his own math. Um, but he, speaking of another famed actor, uh, and something that's in relevance with superheroes, uh, The Boys yes, is the very boys. famous and is also... We love The Boys here. 
It's being created by the showrunner Eric Kripke, who also works on worked on Supernatural, and of course he's been bringing some Supernatural co-stars that he worked with onto the show, such as one Jensen, Jensen Ackles, right? Yes. Like he played and Soldier Boy for season one. three. He played Soldier Boy for season three, but he went back <coughs> in the freezer at the end of the season. But Eric Kripke, being the mysterious man that he is, ha- holds great ties to his his old actors, you know, for the shows that he ran. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan just so happened to be one of those people. So they have signed on Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, to star in season four. And I don't know if they... Yeah, no, it's an undisclosed role thus far. But uh, they they have... He's Soldier Boy's dad. He's, he's Negan. He's just Negan with a bat. He's just Negan. Yeah, except yeah. except with a really strong bat, you know. Mm. But um, mm. this isn't the first time. Like I said, he worked with Kripke on the TV project because he played the dad on Supernatural. So literally, all that we need now is for Jared Padalecki to star in one of the seasons of The Boys, and it'll I be know. it'll be the most perfect thing ever. Like literally, if he could just and work then, the final boy into The Boys, you know what I mean? Well, no, like, then like, you, all, yes. you have to get you have to get um, fuck, what's his name? You know, it shows how long I have not watched season, uh, Supernatural in, in, in a while. The fucking angel who works with them. Castiel? The hell is Castiel? That's what I thought it was, but I thought I was wrong. Yeah. Get him yes. Get him on. A, get him in a role, too. And then, yes, it'll be great. Cass. So, yeah, fucking yeah. Misha Collins coming no. in, dude. Fucking Misha Collins. Mm. I love Misha Collins, honestly. Like, I love his character. Yeah, there you go. I love the person that he but, plays. Yeah, I love so, the person that he is. Watch out. Yes. So watch out for that wherever, whenever season four comes out. Yeah, it's probably gonna film uh, not this year. Probably uh, well, sometime varsity in, in the middle. Is, of... What varsity is is happening? The, the spinoff is happening. Gotcha. Like, that's coming out next year. So, uh, but we're gonna move on from boys animation to Marvel again, just real quick. Um, as we finally have a new director from Fantastic so, Four. Yeah, in the same way that DC got their their possible new head. We have a uh, new person to direct Fantastic Four. And this person actually uh, dropped Star Trek to take over Fantastic Four. And it is the WandaVision director, uh, Matt Shackman. He is going to be taking over for Fantastic Four. And I loved WandaVision. I loved Mm -hmm. it. It was cinematically a fucking... It was a fucking spectacle. You know what I mean? Like, I love the way that the story unfolded. Like, I I just hope that they can get similar writers up in there as well. (laughs) Um, So, he is... uh, Obviously, like I said, it's not his first time working in uh, the MCU. And he worked on something very prolific like WandaVision, which I'm not sure how many people really watched WandaVision. You know what I mean? Uh, but because there was a big, there was a big disconnect between the beginnings of the hat or excuse me, the happenings of the beginning of Dr. Strange two. Uh, and you, you kind of have to watch WandaVision to get the full uh, 6.5 million. That's how many people watched, watched the rhymes around America. Yeah. So, uh, but how about, no, here we go. Um, WandaVision has earned 4.8 billion minutes watched over its ninth episode. So, weekly average of 600 million. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> That's 600 million streams, like, meaning they've watched it from beginning to Overall, end. Overall, or... WandaVision earned uh, average weekly 600 million minutes watched. 
600 million minutes. I thought you were talking about people. I was like, Jesus Christ. It, it's but hard like, to figure out how this is working. Yeah, they're talking giving, about minutes watched. So uh, th- that's still that's still relatively good, but that doesn't work down uh, into, you know, how know. many I'm people exactly it watch it. But if you can't figure it out, it's okay. But uh, so everybody's super excited about this. And uh, I think that this is a great choice uh, to make Fantastic Four happen. Finally, for once, make Fantastic Four happen. Not Fan Four Stick, not, you know, fucking Chris Evans as the Human Torch. I'm talking about a fucking spectacle. You know what I mean? Like, John Krasel Snacks, my favorite sexy man, he, he, <laughs> oh my god, he, uh, him would him would come in as smart men smart men do timey wimey thing kang come in kang come in kang bad kang bad bad. kang bad boy that's that's about where my babies i'm not kidding that's like where my brain is right now marley universe that's where my brain is right now that's like the level that uh, that i'm working with right now kang is the bad babysitter of the marvel universe and mr fantastic four is going to save them all with his baby brain which which version? The, the the baby version of Mr. Fantastic fights Kang in oh dad God. form. So it's like the baby from <clears throat> Sky High, like whenever mm-hmm. they they shrunk every all the adults down to babies. Yes, except they can stretch, and it's very scary. <laughs> oh, God, that disturbs. All right, so yeah, we got Fantastic Four. We got new director. It's really cool. Imagine a child before. melting under the door and like appearing oh, in the darkness, yeah. like I threw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's so scary, Zach. Zach, that's so scary. Like he melted it's into a boy. puddle, went under the door, and then reformed. And he's just standing there in the darkness with his hands down by his side. It's dark, and all you see is this, this, this shadow, and you wake up, and, no, he, and he says, no, no, no. "Mommy, I flew so, up." Like that's so that scary. Works is that the kid is able to? His bones are malleable, so he's able to have them distort, and he can turn himself into a puddle of human flesh, and he's able to slide under the door, and then he, and then he, it takes him a while to reform back into his body, but he, so to get to his parents, he has to like crawl. He has to like shimmy up the bed, and then when he gets onto the bed, he you just see this puddle that's like speaking Forming. to you. <laughs> yes, mommy, and it, I flew up. I had a nightmare. And it's just, I had a nightmare. He just pissed on the bed or something like that. Like, <coughs> fucking crazy. So, yeah, we we should just write horror movies. That's what we should do for a living. So that's that's Puddle Boy. Uh, it's our own IP. Please don't steal it. It'll uh, be out. Of, it'll be out by twenty thirty. See you guys then. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of new IPs coming out soon, we're moving on from Disney Plus to Netflix, and that is we got some Netflix content as Daniel Craig of the Knives Out fame as the say sequel, the sequel, is coming out actually very soon at the end Glass of this year. Glass Onion, the sequel to Knives Out, is coming out very soon and i'm very excited about the list of actors that are going to be working in it but this was just like a little funny side quip that i wanted to include in here because uh daniel craig actually forgot his own accent from knives out which is actually really fucking funny but it's easy enough because he's not doing a native accent you know what i mean it would be much easier for an american to do a really southern accent it's much easier for us than it is for a brit you know what i mean 
uh, <clears throat> not saying that it's super hard or anything like that, but like your natural inclination to say something a certain way uh, would would make it just a, a, a slight bit easier. But um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to restate that, uh, you know, I feel like they are putting a lot of budget into this movie. I think I feel like it's going to turn out really well. And I think that the sequels uh, that they have also purchased rights to will also pan out very well. So yes, uh, yes. everybody is uh, really excited that I know who has seen Knives Out is very excited uh, for for the series to come out. So It's going to be a good whodunit again. <clears throat> yes. We don't get a lot of good whodunits because like they don't really exist anymore. But it's cool to see that they, they're people still trying to make them. Um, yeah, uh, but, so the movie's going to include Edward Norton as a tech billionaire, apparently. Uh, Janelle, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, Jessica Henwick, Kate Hudson, and Dave Bautista. So uh, we'll be seeing that coming up soon. I just want to keep reminding people because this movie is going to be fucking awesome. I mean, cool. uh, yes, uh, moving, on, moving on from that. Uh, still in Netflix, but a uh, little, little, little shimmy to the side. So we have been talking about Horizon Zero Dawn, how much I was playing it, how much I I refuse to finish things that I love so much, like, and I have I still have not played the Singularity mission, like, uh, or the final, the final mission for the game. But um, Umbrella, eventually. yes, eventually I will play it before the the fucking series comes out, obviously. But um, the Umbrella Academy director Steve Blackman is officially heading up the Netflix Horizon Zero Dawn series based uh, on the on the game. So um, during right. an interview with Tadum, which is Netflix's official like release forum or whatever you want to, it's like PlayStation's blog or Xbox's blog, whatever you want to call it, but Tadum, uh, they confirmed that he's adapting the popular PlayStation series for Netflix and that Aloy will be the show's main character. So they are actually following the exact story, which is, like, really hard to fuck up. You know what I mean? Sure, there's, like, a lot of side story, a lot of, like, but there's only a few important characters. Like, like Aaron. I, I really hope that they, they put Aaron in there. Like, I really enjoyed his character. And, uh, uh, what's-his-face that died that I shouldn't say out loud? So, what's uh, the character that died that I shouldn't say out loud? Uh, because that was fucking sad. That was really sad, honestly. Because I was just like, God damn, dude. Like, you know what's sad? Like Watching character. your character destroy all those innocent robots. Yeah, I mean, can you call them innocent when they'll kill you on site? It's on they're site. All, it's on all, site with the they're machines. They're just defending their territory, Jasmine. That's not their territory. It's the humans' territory. They are not the... They, that is their natural habit. It is like, not natural. <laughs> That's what the fucking problem is. But, uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in Horizon Zero Dawn, please play the game. Please, 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 please. It has great scores all over the place. It is a fantastic fucking story and a great open world. I really enjoyed that open world. Um, but, <laughs> yes, they're they're going to uh, be turning it into a series. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So uh, we'll, we'll stay posted on that. We'll... We'll talk about actor selection, you know, all, all kinds of stuff like that. But uh, while we're talking about more directors, um, what? Another movie we're staying posted on is on Netflix as well, and is finally getting greenlit and is going to actually probably turn out good from what this news is, is Bioshock, the movie, the movie. And this has been in development hell for a long time, since like 2010. 
because no one wanted to touch it for obvious reasons because it's a rated R game film. So in 2010, yeah, that wasn't going to happen, uh, <clears throat> at least in a good way. But yeah, so he got the video game adaptation being helmed by Francis Lawrence of Hunger Games fame. But also, the writer is of Logan and Blade Runner 2049 fame, which is going to be real. Michael Green, which is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <clears throat> so, Francis Lauren, Lawrence you know, is awesome. Not, I am if Ryan Gosling got in, in the Barbie outfit. Oh, Jesus. If Ryan Gosling is, is the main character in the Bioshock movie, that'd be fucking awesome. I'd be all for it. I literally I thought you were going to say that would be fucking diabolical. And I was like, I mean. Well, you know, Big Daddy could be played by Terry Crews. I'm just thinking of big dudes. I'm thinking of big dudes. I have to. I mean, that was the first person that came to mind. The Rock in his jungle outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, you're like, I've than... seen. You're like, I've seen every one of these movies. And I'm like, I movie? hate that I've seen. The yeah. Movie. There's there's a picture of The Rock who's wearing the same jungle outfit in four different frames. Four different, different frames different. from four I can list them different all. movies. I, can, I list them all. I know Rampage is the center Earth. Rampage two. is at you least have Jungle one of Book them. One and Two, and you got Rampage. Uh-huh. All of those. Those are all the those are the films. <clears throat> so oh, and probably San Andreas as well. I think he also wore one of those in that. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking weird, crazy that he did, that he wears the same thing. Um, but yeah, no, this movie, this movie is definitely feels like it's going to turn out. It seems like it's been in the work for a long time. Some people are skeptical because of course Netflix is helming it and they're not the best, not always the greatest at live action game adaptations, but from what it sounds like. Adaptations, period. We're just going to, we're just going to leave it at adaptations. They're not the best at adaptations. So, but from from what it sounds like, from what they're, who they're hiring and whatnot, I really hope that they take their time and effort with this and they really just kind of like make sure that's true. And I like that you can have a spin on it, but not like super hard. You can't, you cannot change what the series is about and that's what matters. And it really depends on where they're going to be setting it because are they going to do it in rapture? Are they going to do it in Columbia or are they good? Is it going to be an entirely new setting? I feel like it's going to be in rapture. There's no doubt that it wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I look forward to seeing what they do. Of course, we're going to have to wait. Bioshock is one of my favorite series being infinite, being my favorite game of all time. Um, and I would love to see what they do with the movie. I am skeptical, but that doesn't mean that I'm also excited. I just got to wait. I, this is like me having, having to wait for a trailer and seeing that trailer. And then after that, I have to wait for the, the, the film to come out to finally understand if it's good enough or not. There has been good game adaptations, but making a rated R game adaptation is not going to be easy. And we'll see how that goes. But yeah. So uh, some gaming news though, as we got Sony doing some, uh, I guess, studio creation. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, they of of course, you know, in the midst of them getting sued, they're all like, "Oh, we got all this money! We got all this extra money over here, man!" From all these people who've been paying five dollars too much for everything on my store, but we're gonna open up a mobile division. Hear me out. All 
so they're they're going to be creating games for mobile uh, based on new and existing IPs that they already have, which I'm actually pretty interested in. You know what I mean? Because they have a lot of good, solid IPs that could definitely be transferred into uh, um, mobile games. And I heard like, that's what they're making Activision focus on now is the mobile division. Really? I think so. Fire. <laughs> Fire. All right. Put, a, put them to something besides Call of Duty. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> so, the so the acquisition reaffirms Sony Interactive Entertainment's commitment to delivering innovative experiences to new players around the world. This is a quote, by the way. Um, by expanding to additional platforms. Um, the PlayStation Studios mobile team is focused on creating new experiences for players through innovative... Good? Yeah, something just jumped. The whole screen jumped. Oh, sorry. I was typing. Oh, okay. Like, I was wondering what happened. Like, the whole screen jumped up, like, half a page, and I lost my lost my spot. Nah, but uh, okay. they're, they're, they're focusing on on-the-go gaming. So, uh, hopefully that, that means that they'll create, like, their own, like, backbone, maybe. You know? Who knows? Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that that might be what they're, what they're going into, honestly. Um, because I, I just wish that the, that their mobile gaming was more accessible, if you would. Like, cause I feel like Xbox's cloud gaming, very accessible, uh, and you can get it all kind, all kinds of places. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you have your home, your home Xbox at home and you just connect to it via Wi-Fi, via internet, whatever, and you play your game from wherever the fuck. Oh yeah, and and you don't have to be on the same Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? At least I think that's the capabilities of uh, Xbox's yep. cloud gaming. But uh, yep. I could be I could be wrong. But anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on from uh, Sony's acquisition, we'll see where they go with that, um, and what kind of what kind of IPs that they choose for their uh, you know transition. But uh, moving mm -hmm. on, we, we have some news about Ubisoft. Uh, it's more so news about the next Assassin's Creed games, in, in a sense, as we have some leaks, because why wouldn't we have leaks about Assassin's Creed games? <laughs> Jeez, I got like a itch in my throat, and I'm not sure why. Um, apparently, it says it promised a future of Assassin's Creed reveal in September, seemingly takes place in Ubisoft's forward on September 10th. So on September 10th, we're going to see some stuff about the new Assassin's Creed games. There are two major projects, Fans Noah, which is Assassin's Creed Infinity and Assassin's Creed Rift. Uh, but apparently, it seems like we got maybe some stuff about Assassin's Creed Rift, which is now actually titled and confirmed to be called Assassin's Creed Mirage. It is released in spring of 2023. It will take place between 868 and 870 AD in Baghdad during the Anarchy of Samara. <clears throat> yeah. That's what it's going to be. Interesting. Which I think it's going to be a very interesting so game. Bassin, ba yeah, Bassin begins as a young thief before folded, uh, being folded into, into the, the hidden ones. ones. Yeah. 
and there'll be multiple cities to explore and features gameplay described to be returning to the basics and several RPG elegance of later Assassin's Creed game being removed like dialogue. So are they levels. saying that it's like more story story based and less? It's gonna be world. more or more like the original games. Line driven, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's an area that you're supposed to be in, an area that you're not supposed to be in. But I feel like it's gonna also be a little bit open world. It's an Eagle Vision returns as well as there is also due to be a bird. Bassam will utilize a mechanic known as the string dagger, which all I can think of is literally it's a just going to be a dagger tied, yeah, kunai with a string, and he can throw it and return it back to his hand. Um, yeah, it also features content that slowly, seemingly shows how Loki overtakes Bassam's body and consciousness through the cast of visions of Loki. Huh. Weird. There's a lot of stuff in They're this. They're backtracking off the aliens, <laughs> I guess. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, there's a lot of stuff that, that it seems like, and we're going to learn more on September 10th, of course, but like the leak, there's no doubt there's leaks. Right. It was definitely figured that it was going to happen, that they were going to do Baghdad. People hadn't thought about it. I figured that they would do it eventually. At some I want to see them do Japan so bad. Yeah, I no, would. I would too. But you know what? Who knows what infinity is? Infinity could be literally them doing all over. It could be the online multiplayer one, and it could be the one that is in Japan, possibly. Who knows? We don't know what it's, it's going to be, but we'll see on September 10th, possibly. But now, on to a, a video game I've been very waiting patiently for a while, and has, and of course, it's it, it's at the same hype, I guess, when I was at Cyberpunk. But like, at least I know that this game looks like it's gonna be good, and it seems like it's being given the love because there's no release date yet. So they're still, it seems like they're still taking their time to at least try to fine tune it until they are able to release it. It comes out later this year in quarter four. It is called Atomic Heart. It is that's it has a release date quote unquote which is the quarter four release date of this year and people have new... put it similar so given its similarities to bioshock stalker and prey from 2017 oh yeah no this in in, in it's released by a new developer team called munfish who's been, this game has been working on for the past six years this has been a game in development for six years and they and it's a, it's a team that's from russia that's been making a game that's about the, the Soviet Union, but like apparently they they conquered the world or conquered Germany during World War II and stuff like that. And they had like super high technological advancements. And now it is like the 1960s and you have to kind of deal with this shit. But yeah, no, it's a Soviet 80s Soviet pop. It has a it has a new trailer that shows off some amazing gameplay. Uh, I feel like I sent you a trailer. You did, about and I did watch it. it. Yeah, plus it's and been recommended it some... to me like 35 times on my fucking YouTube recommends because I watch so much like game trailers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So anything new that comes out and is just the, the enemies in the game are really good. I love how the armor of the enemies reacts to your hits. So right. like if you hit them, it like it shows the damage on them and stuff like that, which is really cool. The combat looks really interesting. Uh, the, the weapons look fantastic. Uh, the enemies look the story looks really really wild and <clears throat> i'm all for the absurd and crazy shit and this looks like a crazy game uh so and um, yeah no i love bioshock stalker and prey those are all games that are really like close to close to me especially prey from 2017 oh man that's a really good game um <clears throat> that's like under appreciated 
Uh, but yeah, I look forward to playing Atomic Heart when it comes out later this year. If you haven't heard about it, look into that. That's a really cool game that is coming out soon. Um, something else that is cool, concerning, both. Let's say both. This is the final one of the night, and you keep expanding big. It's big. <laughs> because, yeah, this is a big. This is a big announcement. Big, big announcement. This is bold, really. Like it's not even just big. It's just. Dude. It's just a bold statement from WB, honestly. <laughs> so, multiverses has been getting a lot of hype, and as people playing and stuff like that, they just released Black Adam's spike to the game, the Gremlin, and it's possible that they're going to be releasing the Witch from uh, the Wicked Witch. And the will the game soon. The so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but apparently they have skins for each character and whatnot. I've, I haven't looked at the skin. I want to see these skins. Uh, multi versus skins. Hold on. Let's see. I want to see all these skins. Because I've seen a couple of these. You got uh, Asian Batman. Uh, you got Gold. Uh, Superman. Hope. Jesus. That one's going to have some people going crazy. It's Velma in a, in a Hawaiian suit like like uh like a the the the, the grass skirt and the uh, and that uh shaggy has like some drip on him and stuff like that they had like different suits and all that whatnot uh but apparently <laughs> bugs bunny might be getting a new look like new new look as <clears throat> wb has filed for a patent not a patent a trademark on Big Chungus. So, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so the uh, it is being coined by video game journalists uh, sometime prior to 2012. Big Chungus is actually a relation to uh, a original from 1941 where it was just a two-second clip or three-second clip of... No, it was like five seconds or something like that, but it was still... It was just it was just Bugs Bunny growing growing weight and making fun of somebody and then losing that weight and then somebody coined took a picture of that posted it on the internet and said it was Big Chungus and then that just blew up but now apparently the trademark filing they are filing Big Chungus the character for the game um, it, it seems like from what people found out so who it. it could. They're maybe making a skin for Bugs Bunny called Big Chungus that you are, can buy or earn. So you'll be fighting Big Chungus in the game. And then now they're memes. They're adding memes in the multiverses. That's crazy. I mean, they already did with Ultra Instinct Shaggy dude, when dude. they added him. So this is like another can step. Can they just coin is... other memes? Like, can I can like I add Poot Lovato to the fight? I mean, it depends on if it's under WB ownership. I mean, that's a person, so it's probably not. No, I mean, like, yeah. So, I, I just like it's crazy to me that they they're doing that. Um, I don't know who else they're gonna be adding. Pickle, oh yeah, Rick and Morty. You have Pickle Rick that's gonna be in the game. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. It, it's it's wild that they did that, and and it, this is like just the beginning of the game. I I guarantee you they have more ideas that they want to put in here. So yeah, we'll I'm sure. Some... Like, cause if you if you're looking at derivative content now, like it it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? <laughs> it could be anything. Literally, they WB owns so much stuff. If you didn't hear us rant at the beginning, like I don't know how you didn't. They own so much stuff, so. Yeah, they're gonna just mix all. You're gonna have Pennywise fighting Harley Quinn. 
fighting Finley Human, fighting Steven Un. They're all of them are just pummeling Steve Steven Universe. It's just it's what did Steven them... Universe do to you? He's Nothing. an innocent, I'm sweet saying... soul. All, all they're just all of them are pummeling Finn. There you go. All of them are pum All of them are pummeling the 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 small uh, teen boys. <laughs> so fucked. Again, <laughs> if you really think about it, uh, uh, old uh, mashup games where you fight characters and uh, across the uh, the the console universe is a little fucked. Like Smash Bros is really fucked up if you think about it. So, uh, but yeah, I think that's it for this uh, podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, I hope I come yeah. back alive. I hope I don't sink to the bottom of the sea like the Titanic, you know. And the last thing that you guys hear from me is us talking about everything everywhere. That is the last, the last one. I think. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. It's pray. Pray. Yeah, it's pray. Yeah, we we did some re-recording pre-recording so we have four pre-record episodes for the next two weeks you will hear about them uh one of them i'm very excited about all of them i'm excited about but one specifically i'm very excited about because it's been a long time coming uh but <clears throat> so, so yeah thank you for listening thank you for listening to me rant honestly because like seriously fuck the end fuck Fuck the corporations of the animation industry Fuck. right now. Like seriously, Fuck the you guys, you guys need to, you need to treat uh, treat animators better because that's not so unfair to them. Literally, they're doing a basically the same or even better work than the same people who are in live action, and that's all I'll say for right now. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, next time you hear us, will be like officially like two weeks, three weeks from now. So. Yeah, uh, and you guys will get a life update then. then. See you guys then. Stay frosty. Watch out for eels in pond. Don't stick your butt to the bottom of the pool drain. Good advice. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>